0: Vice President Biden, please
1: I, I guess the only way you do this is jump in and speak twice as long as you should <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> he was right
2: <laughs> you give it to him old Joe
1: <laughs> <laughs> He was right at the
3: debate last night yeah. and uh, I, I don't know I don't know I don't know what you're supposed to do they the all Lord talk, of the
2: damn flies they
3: all talked over each other and you're and you're regularly rewarded for butting in and talking where you're not supposed to so i I would recommend my candidate do that but if right. everybody does it.
2: Well, I like the uh, the moderators, and listen, it's probably harder than it looks, but somebody would be rambling on well past the point where they're supposed to stop. And uh, 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 Senator, Senator, your time is up, Senator. Senator, your time is up, Senator. A uh, uh, Senator, your time is up. And then they just give up, and the senator in question would get another 45 right. seconds to a minute. I don't get that at all. T- turn off their dang mics or don't have rules. I would talk to the Democratic
3: National Committee and say, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to handle it? Maybe they do. Could be. Maybe they do, but I don't know why you can't say, look, if you're going to keep going past your time, I'm not going to ask you any
2: more questions. Mm -hmm.
3: I'm not going to let you talk anymore. You have to follow the rules. It's not fair to everybody else.
2: Yeah. Now, we have advocated at least an experiment. And uh, last night might have been, uh, and we'll play some clips to prove it. But in uh, the moderator, moderators just says, all right, let's talk about health care. Go. And let people argue and talk over each other and yell and dominate the discussion. And maybe somebody would come off as a real flaming DB and lose votes. You, you don't know. On the other hand, I have a feeling it would just be obnoxious and idiotic. I'm not sure anything would be proved or learned.
3: I've always liked that for two people. When you get it down to two people. You just Good point. Put them, you just leave them in a room. And let them talk, and and then discuss among themselves what they want to talk about and how long.
4: A lot of the problems with this debate, the core symptom, is there are too many people
2: on stage. You're right. You're right. That's the key to the problem. What are you, Castro? You're going to weigh in with your heavy hand, positive Sean? I'll I'll teach him to read while I do it. (laughs) Decree... (laughs) Decree the number of candidates? Funny. I do respect your literacy plan. So this was Freaking a, Bernie.
3: This was a contentious little part of the debate. Uh, maybe you can nail down who's getting booed here.
0: I was mentioned in this. No. I'd, like to, I'd like to respond. No, Go ahead, second. Senator. He called me out by name. There was a, okay. and, and referred to what I talk about as a sideshow. You know, this is personal for me. When I was 21 years old, I got my first job as a special education teacher. Maybe. I loved that job. She and by have. the end of the first year, I was visibly pregnant. The principal wished me luck and gave my job to someone else. Pregnancy discrimination, you bet. But I was 21 years old. I didn't have a union to protect me. and I didn't have any federal law on my side. So I packed up my stuff and I went home. At least I didn't have a boss who said to me, kill it the way that Mayor I Bloomberg has said that have said to one of oh, his on. pregnant employees people want a chance that- to hear people want a chance you, to Senator. hear from I, the women who I never said that and for the record
1: if she was a teacher in New York City she would never have had that problem we treated our teachers the right way and no. the unions will tell you exactly that
2: were they Boeing Bloomberg or uh, Elizabeth uh, Warren I think Liz Warren Bloomberg had a sizable contingent there uh, he had a pretty good crowd, but listen, there's a lot to unpack there. Number one, uh, liberal newspapers and websites have a fact-checked Liz Warren's story about her pregnancy and said, uh, that does not appear to be the way it unfolded at all, and she's fudged her wording now, and he gave my job to someone else. That's because she said she wanted to stay home with the kid at They the offered time. her a
3: contract that seems to be fairly well documented. Right. I, I just wondered, is, is Bloomberg not preparing for these things? I stole this from Joe Scarborough this morning, but Bloomberg should have turned to her and said, "Has anybody ever lied about you?" Because there are a lot of people out there that say your story is not true. Right? Just like I'm saying my story. They're, what
2: they're saying is not true. Yeah, that, that never happened to good you. Retort, yeah. Yeah, a really good one. But so, uh, number one, that story appears to be inaccurate at best. I can't Secondly, believe she highlighted it at this late date. I thought that was put to rest. Yeah, me too. That that was a phony story, and then she went big with it last night. I was surprised by that. And then, And then she acts indignant that somebody would suggest an abortion, which is an odd thing for Liz Warren to be indignant about. Now, yeah, granted, right. the alleged phrasing of the suggestion by Bloomberg, kill it, is is horrific in every way. Um, but Liz, Liz, you're indignant that somebody say, "Why don't you have an abortion?" Y- you're you're constantly fighting for for abortion rights, and you refuse to even call it abortion. So quit with your 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 fake indignance. What, you're ridiculous. I, I did see self righteous. I did terror.
3: see this uh, response from one of my favorite pundits who said, "Boy, that fourth place finisher really stuck it to the person that's not on the ballot." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's pretty good. You know who's uh, uh, likely to be first or second? Jack is old Bernie, and this is a special message for our uh, black listeners. Now, uh, did we were going to tighten up click six, uh, clip sixteen? Do we have that? Uh, yeah, Bernie has a really unique idea for urban renewal. I wanted to play for you.
5: And I'll tell you what else we're going to do: we're going to provide help to the African American, Latino, Native American community to start businesses to sell legal marijuana rather than let a few corporations control the legalized marijuana market. So,
2: <laughs> we're going to legalize a marijuana and subsidize people of color getting into the marijuana trade. Uh, Al Anonymous happened to weigh in uh, via email, so uh, I suppose if Bernie legalizes prostitution, next he'll have African Americans run all of the whorehouses. <laughs> well, that's one idea. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, Bernie, if you're going to do that in, for pot, aren't there lots of programs for black small businesses in general? Yeah, it's just odd. Very. Uh, the whole thing, when it wasn't obnoxious, was
3: odd. Hey, do we have the Bloomberg Freudian slip? Because we had a number of texters asking about that. Is that nailed down? <laughs> or he almost said something here. Listen to this.
1: Let's just go on the record. They talk about 40 Democrats. 21 of those were people that I spent $100 million to help elect. The, all of the new Democrats that came in, and put Nancy Pelosi in charge, and gave the Congress the ability to control this president, I bought, I, I got them.
2: No, no, he didn't almost say I bought
1: them. He said it. Oops.
3: <laughs> That's hilarious. The billionaire is saying, all those politicians I bought, I mean, supported. I mean, endorsed her or something. Yeah, he was
2: probably going to say, I bought their advertising, but he didn't. <laughs> I bought. I paid. I uh, Oh, Lord.
3: <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. The, the If you didn't watch and you shouldn't have, uh, Bernie got booed three times and seemed a little first time he's ever seemed flustered on stage that i remember mhm he's not skillful at deflecting attacks
4: he's very good at saying oh yeah well what about this thing that you did yeah which I thought I, I don't know if that really jumped out to me before last night because he hasn't really had been on the defensive much, but he doesn't he doesn't say he's right. He says you're also wrong.
3: I'll tell you I'll tell you what hurts candidates a lot though is when there's no good answer. That's when people often get into a bad situation. Right. The answer for why you as as Mayor Pete said like to look on the bright side of uh, totalitarian regimes. is yeah, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's a hard one to answer for.
2: Yeah, it is. It sure is. You know, one of the greatest, uh, uh, moving on to uh, the old man who was the presumptive favorite for about six months, uh, one of the most famous golf teachers of all time always said, uh, you know, I tell, I tell my, my students, if, if I tell you to take two aspirin, don't take the whole bottle. You know, we're just tweaking things here. Evidently, some consultant told Joe Biden to be more forceful. He shouts everything. Jack, Absolutely everything! That's malarkey, Jack! And I said, hey, Esther, I, if if you ask Joe Biden, what's your favorite kind of donut? Long John! The Long John! <laughs> it's a longer donut! And
3: pick at any cost. I cluster. was there when the Long John was first made.
2: <laughs> this is not a setup. I'm looking down the, uh, is there any clip of Biden in here?
1: Clip 32 is Biden, I think. Go ahead, play any Biden clip. I don't expect anything. I plan to earn the vote. I hear, I'm i here to ask. I'm here to earn. the folks... I intend to win South Carolina, and I will win the African-American vote here in South Carolina.
0: Mr. Biden, will you continue if you do not win South Carolina? You have said that South Carolina will determine the outcome of this
1: presidential race. If you don't win South Carolina, will you continue in I will race? win South Carolina. <laughs> I, I gambled and I lost. Look, no, that, look, the fact is, here's the I deal. The I'm not out of time. You spoke over time, and I'm going to talk. Here's the deal. Yes!
0: Here's the deal. The, fact of the matter is,
1: look at what's happening here. Look at what's happening here. We have to win the Senate back. Why are and by the way, I went into all of those races that got 41 new Democrats. The majority of them are supporting me for president. Okay. And vice president. Yeah. And, then,
3: and then he was calling, who was he calling, Tom Steyer' a Lonnie come lately or something like oh, that? Oh,
2: Tommy come
1: lately. <laughs> Tommy yeah. come lately. I, I get, get your
2: words straight, Jack. <laughs> what he was talking about. <laughs> oh, boy. It was something. <laughs> oh, you know, we got he does bunch of... yell a lot, is your point. Oh, yeah. So a couple more quick reactions via the email, and we'll move on to other stuff in the next segment, but... Uh... Allie writes, uh, debate coverage just started. I resolved to watch it, my first one, but the freaking game show atmosphere of the opening has me reaching for my box of wine. Don't judge. Judge, I want to hang out. Uh, I feel like I'm watching Family Feud and everyone is stupid. Kill me now. Kill me. <laughs> I,
3: like <this. laughs> I like this from Joe Scarborough. Political headline of the year, Elizabeth Warren decides to murder Michael Bloomberg six days after killing him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I like this note from Kevin. Uh, Hey, Big Freedom and Simple Jack, when Bernie praises China for lifting people out of poverty, is he talking about before or after the Great Leap Forward Oof. that killed, what, 60 to 90 pe- million people? A lot of people. 60, uh, 60 to 90 people. I'm Joe Biden over here. Right. Who claims that gun violence has killed 150 million people Seems high. in the last <laughs> half the population of the country. Whoops.
3: David Axelrod said, uh, Joe Biden often confuses anger with energy and lapses into Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino yes there is a bit of that yes yes (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'll take a break from the 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 debate and then i'll come back to it a little bit later hit you with some more highlights bernie got he got rocked a little bit
2: i don't know if it's going to change the direction of the campaign or anything but it's like when marco rubio got off a good line on trump didn't move the needle a bit right i think bernie's core of crazies is is solid and uh the core of crazies yeah yeah, the core of communist crazies, huh?
3: Do you want to hear ridiculous reasons why people dumped someone?
2: That's pretty good. Uh, sure. Among other stuff on there. I way. don't like you anymore. It's probably the uh, the only Oof. reason.
0: i <laughs> Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Maybe it surprised people that Kobe and I were very close friends, but we were very close friends. Kobe was my dear friend. He was like a little brother. Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons between he and I. I just wanted to talk about Kobe.
3: So that's a little Michael Jordan. Uh, we're two days late on this. The big memorial to Staples Center was uh, the other day in Los Angeles, and a whole bunch of different people spoke, and Michael Jordan gave a long speech. It's getting a lot of attention. And I, and I, I listened to the whole thing yesterday. I just wanted to bring it up. It's it's worth a look. It was really interesting Um, him talking about how, and it's... Uh, it has a lot to do with being a teacher or a parent or anything like that, talking about how Kobe wanting to be better and learning from him made him have to be so much better to, like, live up to his expectations. Wow. And it was really interesting, I thought.
2: Wow. Yeah, I get what you're driving and,
3: at. And similar in the way that you you become a better parent, you become a better person being a parent, or at least you should. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because you want to live up to you know the, their expectations, mm-hmm. or or be the person you're you know you want them to be and all that sort of stuff. And 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 Michael Jordan doing that as a full on adult it was it was really interesting. You know he was he was a gazillionaire and accomplished everything in the world, but then this young person comes along who idolized him and wanted to like learn everything, and so he felt like he had to you know perf- to live up to that.
2: As the great Jack Nicholson said. Because a scriptwriter put the words in his mouth, but they'll get no credit here. <laughs> <laughs> to express his love to, uh, to well, his love interest in As Good As It Gets, you make me want to be a better man.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah.
2: pretty powerful expression of love.
3: Yeah, that was really good. Also, just the stuff, because they, they spent a lot of time talking about Kobe would text him at 2.30 in the morning with parenting questions, you know, not just basketball stuff. And uh, just that whole thing, I thought, was really, really great. It was yeah. pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's nice.
3: Um, I wouldn't mind hearing more of that. Yeah, it's 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 worth it's worth uh, we could link it we could link it I suppose at armstrongandgetty.com and if you want to check it out. It's getting a tremendous amount of attention. Um, geez, I hate to transition to something uh, snarky,
2: but we use transition music. It's what it's for. <laughs>
3: Coverage coming up and how that went, who who spoke the most, and uh, who got owned, who flamed who. Oh, and today's featured note from somebody who's lived under socialism. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I got a longer version of what we talked about yesterday from Vox. Why Bernie's, uh, what's Bernie's socialism appeal to people? That a lot of us are getting wrong, and it's, it's kind of interesting. It's still scary, but it's really interesting. Uh, the ridiculous reasons why people dumped someone. You think the best reason to dump someone is to... Uh, I don't
2: like you so much anymore.
3: I don't like you anymore. I, I liked you before. No, I don't like you much your anymore. Your
2: presence used to make me happy. Now it makes me unhappy. So let's stop, like, going out to eat and having I, sex I, and like all those like things. I'd like your presence not to be here anymore. Don't be present. <laughs> please, I ha- please be absent.
3: I had to break up with him because he had to set a reminder on his phone to brush his teeth, and he still barely did. So I, dumped, so I broke up with him. <laughs> I, I Seems want, like a good reason. Yeah. Gross. Somebody needs to be reminded to brush your teeth. I once broke it off because she sent smiley emojis when we texted, and I hated
2: that.
4: <laughs> Seems like less of a good reason. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: have had a couple of friends who have absolutely catastrophic breath. Shouldn't there be a, a greeting card company or a like breath police who who, who go around and just let people know? Because it's a hurtful thing to say. Hey, friend, you got the dragon. Right. You got a little bit of the hot breath. <laughs> right.
3: My ex-girlfriend or my ex-boyfriend said he loved me after three weeks, so he had to go. Mm. Too early on the saying, I love you.
2: Yeah, I get that. I haven't had that problem.
3: She was. (laughs) 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 Womp, womp, womp.
2: Hilarious. Did you just womp, womp, Sean's lack of it? Mm.
3: She was bad at cuddling. This is a huge deal breaker for me. Plus, it's not really that hard. How are
2: you bad at this? <laughs> well, I was first <laughs> going to say, <laughs> say the same thing. What do you, what are you like, get an elbow in the eye occasionally or something? He constantly burped. He didn't say, excuse me. Ah, it's gross enough,
3: but at least be polite. I remember uh, there was, I, I knew somebody, we worked with somebody, she really liked this guy, but she sneezed once and he didn't say, bless you, and that was it. Wow. Done. Wow. um, I've got some more of these and also a little more on <laughs> the debate coverage. On the way...
0: Strong and Yeti show. Having someone that can lead the ticket, that can bring people with her, is the way you get gun safety legislation. I look at these proposals and say, Do they hurt my Uncle Dick in the deer stand? They do not.
3: Uncle Dick in the deer stand. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Dick! You coming down for dinner? So, yet another phrase never uttered before in a political presidential contest horse faced lesbian from last week. Right? Nobody'd ever said it, not even Lincoln. And Uncle Dick in the Deer Stand. Do they hurt my Uncle Dick
0: in the Deer Stand?
3: Amy Klobuchar (laughs) got a fair amount of speaking time for somebody with not really much of a shot. The person with the most speaking time by far in the debate last night, Bernie Sanders, and that's appropriate, he should, as he is the going away um, uh, front runner on this. Well, okay.
2: and a lot of that though was that he took so many shots, he was allowed to respond to those shots.
3: Right, that's how you get the most time, and yeah. you get the most shots because you're the front runner. It all works out. Although Bloomberg was second, that's too much. You know who got the least by far? Styer. He got seven minutes. And I'll tell you what, if I was having dinner with Tom Starr, I wouldn't let him have seven
2: minutes. <laughs> no, no kidding. What? What a limp noodle he is. <laughs> Please.
3: How'd you hear? I got one question. How did you end up a billionaire? What is going on there? He's good at software, I guess. I don't know. He a guy he's, who's good at software. He, he doesn't come off as that smart. He's got no charisma whatsoever. He doesn't have any leadership qualities that I can see. It's just hard to imagine.
4: Steyer's the guy who was killing it at the party because he showed up in his brand new ski boat, and then Bloomberg shows up a couple hours later in a yacht, and nobody's nah, paying attention to his ski yeah, boat anymore. Yeah, that's true. A
3: billionaire, you got a couple billion. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> that's, that's cute.
2: That's, that's, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, cute. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I ran to the liberal uh, media this morning to figure out who they thought uh, did really well, because I thought Amy uh, killed it. Amy, the the, the, the uh, get stuff done, moderate, works across the aisle, passed a bunch of bills, wins in a purple state. Well. Amy Klobuchar, I thought she killed it. Uncle uh, Dick in the deer stand. <laughs> New York New York Times didn't say she is winner or loser, just ignored her.
3: Yeah, I think the analysis I agree with the most was somebody who said uh, it didn't really move the needle for anybody. So, and that might be the case.
4: Now, I, I don't think all of our needles are stuck. I don't. I haven't could, seen yeah. a needle move on yeah,
3: anything for, in I don't know four when, years. When's the last time anybody's needle moved at all? Very
2: good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, which uh, clip were we going to play of uh, uh, the crazy old communists? I think I have low (laughs) T.
3: Maybe that's the problem.
2: Uh, Convincing
4: us about democratic socialism in his words?
3: Yes, please.
0: How will you convince voters that a democratic socialist can do better than President Trump with the economy?
5: Well, you're right. The economy is doing really great for people like Mr. Bloomberg and other billionaires. In the last three years, last three years... Billionaires in this country saw an $850 billion increase in their wealth. But you know what? For the ordinary American, things are not so good. Last year, real wage increases for the average worker were less than 1%. Half of our people are living paycheck to paycheck. 87 million Americans have no health insurance or are underinsured. 45 million people are struggling with student debt. 500,000 people tonight are sleeping out on the street, including 30,000 veterans. That is not an economy that's working for the American people. That's an economy working for the 1%. We're going to create an economy for all, not just wealthy campaign Senator. contributors. am
0: Mayor
1: Bloomberg. <laughs>
2: wow. Come for the claims that are... Patently false, right. and stay for the the uh, advertising campaign for a philosophy that's never worked.
3: I know. I know. Um. Uh. I know politicians do this all the time, but where's the whole fact check, fact check? Donald Trump says anything, and the cable news channels go crazy with fact check. Fact check, it was not a great meal, it was a pretty good meal. Or he claimed without evidence
2: that it was a good meal.
3: Bernie makes makes these outlandish claims about the high numbers of people who don't have food or medical care, dying, all these different things. Nobody even, even hints toward a fact check on any of them, and they're completely bogus statistics.
2: And I love this note from the French Mark, so named because he spells Mark with a C. He's got to be French. Um, And and this goes to the the very heart of what is so insidious about socialism. It removes personal responsibility. But Mark writes, I heard Bernie harping on the fact that half of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Fun fact, 44% of Americans currently have car payments. If you want to live paycheck to paycheck, be sure to buy something you can't afford and take out a loan. Better yet, buy something you can't afford that depreciates crazy fast, like a car.
3: Boy, I have a lot of more on that
2: coming up. A lot more on that coming up. Okay. Bernie is also pitching for giving student loans. For what it's worth, I think that's the wrong tactical move. Only 15% of Americans have student loan debt, but nearly half have, have car payments. If you're just going to buy votes, why not buy the larger voting block? That's some pretty good analysis, Mark.
1: I've, bought, I, I've got that.
2: And uh, one more note uh, similar on uh, accuracy. Dave, the teacher, makes an excellent, excellent point. One more thing we ought to note about Castro's Cuba. And, again, Bernie was on the defensive last night trying to defend his defense of Castro and the Chinese and the rest of it. Um, We
5: have the, the short Pete... Yeah, and we're not going to win these critical, critical House and Senate races if people in those races have to explain why the nominee of the Democratic Party is telling people to look at the bright side of the Castro regime. Hey. We've got to be a lot smarter
2: about this. Hey. Yeah, listen, I tell you what. What's revealing about Bernie is that yeah, he he touts Castro's literacy program and China lifting people out of co- poverty and what have you. Um why are you bothering? Why not talk about the US lifting people out of poverty in France's literacy program or Brazil's or anybody else's? Very strange. Um but uh, so Dave the teacher makes the point, guys, one more point about Castro's Cuba, you can't trust their statistics. Totalitarian dictatorships lie all the time. China coronavirus anyone? Cuba almost certainly put some resources into improving literacy after the revolution, but there's little independent evidence that it did much good. Somebody should ask Bernie something like, why should we trust Cuba's literacy rate when that number comes from their government? Um, and uh, Dave goes on to make uh, a couple other points. After a slew of oh, the uh, reports on Cuba's health care system, after a slew of news reports comparing the U.S. and Cuba's infant mortality rates, some enterprising academics discovered that their official infant mortality rate was simply false in the 1990s. wasn't reported on, of course. It didn't fit the narrative. Uh, excellent stuff, Dave, and we thank you for, for pointing it out. So I've got more on the um, uh, just
3: how bad off people actually are. If you watched the debate last night, you're under the impression everybody's starving and has nothing. Uh, more on that in just a second. But uh, if you want to keep the stuff you have and keep the bad guys out of your house, you should look into simply safe
2: yeah quick note from our uh, brand new sponsor simply safe here that has a much better idea for home security instead of the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician from some company to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune simply safe has everything you need in home security you can install it in minutes
3: two-time winner of the cnet editor's choice award and yeah it'll take about 30 minutes to an hour tops for you to set it up absolutely no trade-offs in your safety with this system and it's only fifty cents a day. No contracts. A lot of these systems you have to sign a, a contract you can't get out of.
2: Yep. So outdoor cameras and doorbells, entry motion, glass break sensors, immediate connection to the coppers. No contracts. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafe.com/Armstrong for more information. A sixty-day risk-free trial. Shipping is free. Got nothing to lose. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong. Do it today. SimplySafe.com/Armstrong.
3: So there's a heck of an interesting debate going on in the Twitter world, uh, in the, uh, the the chattering classes, and I wish I was smarter. And I think that multiple times a day, uh, I wish I was smarter and com- com- could completely break down the economics of it. But so you've been hearing this for years that wages are flat for decades, even adjusted for inflation, real right. wages they haven't gone up, or sinking. Yeah, and, and so a number of people have been pushing back against that since that's such a talking point for Bernie and his crowd. And people have been pointing, pushing back on that, but it's difficult to figure out why the numbers show that. It's it's one of those things where statistics are misleading. And uh, there there are a couple of economists have put out these long Twitter things in the last couple of days. Maybe I I, I could link them at our uh, our Twitter site where mm-hmm. they put out like these six page or six tweet explanations for this and that. And they're and they're and they're having economic. Economist arguments on Twitter, and it's really dang interesting. But so one of the points one of the economists was making: how can that possibly be true when you look at these numbers? And it's the percentage of income that the middle class spends on eating out, entertainment, vacations, way higher than it, way higher than it used to be. Mm-hmm. How could how could wages be completely flat if people are spending so much more money? When I was a kid, and I would grow up very middle class, when I was a kid.
2: People didn't fly on vacation, they drove. Mm -hmm. People had one car. Nobody went out to eat. People had 1,200 square foot houses. Yeah, people had tiny houses.
3: How could wages be flat from when my dad was working till now, but everybody's got so much more stuff? And uh, I I really think that's interesting that people are starting to drill down on that because
2: it doesn't make sense. Right. And we have another actual person who lived under socialism explaining the reality as opposed to the gleaming sales pitch from somebody like Bernie. So stay tuned for that. Good stuff. You want the sales pitch or you want facts? We got facts.
0: Armstrong and Getty. I
3: just came across this tweet. Who are you to tell me to question authority? I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh,
2: that's really good. That is really clever. I do appreciate the old double reverse. So that was the last
3: debate. Uh, I looked it up. as the last debate. Apparently there is a God. Back to you.
2: (laughs) And a a loving God who cares about us. Yeah. No kidding. So I asked for, we asked for, and have received a number of clips from people who've lived under democratic socialism. For the purpose of uh, comparing the reality with what uh, was promised. And I will tell you in certain places, your Scandinavian countries in particular... Um, It has uh, some very attractive aspects to it. Um, I'm I'm not a fool. I understand why the philosophy keeps getting sold successfully. Uh, But I will point this out. Those countries are, to a large extent, and uh, have always been, very small, uh, very monochromatic in terms of culture and religion and language and the rest of it and getting people to buy into the we're all in this together thing, and we're not going to defraud the government. We're not going to be lazy and let the welfare state take care of us. You know, all the downsides of socialism are a little easier to stave off if you have a really homogenous little country.
3: And a lot of these countries don't have to protect themselves because we do it for
2: them. Yes, they spend practically nothing on defense. Um, But having said that, um, we've received a number of notes which we'll be sprinkling in throughout the uh, mm, the days and weeks to come. And if uh, Bernie is indeed the the candidate for the Democratic Party, though he's not a Democrat, which I don't is want, a little odd, okay. we will uh, sprinkle them in for longer. I don't want to gloss over that.
3: Think how much money we would have to spend on all your great programs if mm-hmm. we didn't have to provide national defense.
2: And we international would have, defense. <laughs> we'd have
3: gazillions of dollars for everything.
2: Yeah, yeah. Although I would argue that because of the nature of government and voters, we would spend all of that and then 10% more. But uh, I have to tell you a story as a warning, writes, uh, I think I can use the name, Diane, who think democratic socialism is peachy keen. There was another democratic socialist in a country I loved. Let me tell you how it worked out for them. Uh, And then she relates how her husband's family is from Venezuela. And they spent a great deal of time throughout the 80s and 90s in Venezuela. To me, it was paradise on earth, a place where I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Chavez became president with the same promises as Bernie. Free everything, social justice and equality, down with the rich, etc., etc. Those promises were lies and the people fell for it. In just a couple of decades, that country has gone from paradise on earth to hell on earth. The economy destroyed, the people starving, misery, poverty, death. Bernie's promises will lead to the same result as socialism always does. People vote themselves into socialism and have to shoot their way out. Don't believe the lies. We never go back to Venezuela anymore. There's nothing left. All our friends have left. Uh, if it happens here, there's nowhere to flee to. Um,
3: well, unless Bernie won the house, had the House and the Senate, he's not going to do much of the stuff he wants. But the fact that there's an appetite for it means we could be heading
2: toward the Senate and the House. Yeah. Providing that for somebody down the line. Right. Uh again, with my fairness hat on, it, it, it messes up my quaff, but I do like to put my fairness hat on. The current state of American uh of the American medical market, if you want to call it that, is pretty screwed up and brutally expensive and, and people who need insulin are getting screwed and the rest of it. I absolutely concede that. I'm not saying there are not problems, but the idea of single payer government health care is a disaster to wit. Um, I'll just call her anonymous. Uh, I'm an ER trauma nurse. nurse. Uh, I've lived in Canada most of my life. Ten years ago, I met my husband, and we now reside in Northern California. Here's a list of what's really going on up there in Canada. Number one, hallway medicine. Patients can be there for as long as a week or more until a bed becomes available. Wait time in the waiting. So you could be in a bed in a hallway for a week or more. Wait times in the waiting room can often be 12 to 18 hours. I know that firsthand. Again, as an ER nurse, can you imagine waiting 18 hours? Um, She talks about the morality squad, the department of a police force that had us take down paintings of flowers from the shop windows of a store I worked in because someone had complained about them looking sexual in nature. That goes to the topic of once you grant sweeping powers to a government... It will not content itself with the sweeping powers you gave it. It will say we're justified in using sweeping powers to do other things that are for the social good. The ba- uh, Let's see, a very limited freedom of speech. Um, though I'm an atheist now, in the 90s, I thought paganism should be legalized in my province. Just thought it was wrong that it was you know, outlawed. Mm-hmm. Thus, Child and Family Services came with the police to my door three times with the intent of taking my daughter. Uh, government monopolies. Well, you can operate a private business. Any government monopoly can shut you down and take it over if they see that it's a similar nature to the government business. It happens way more than people realize. I would point out that that's a lot like eminent domain on steroids. And we've seen this happen in the United States. It's one of the most loathsome decisions the Supreme Court has made in recent decades. The idea that, look, all your county has to do is say... Tearing down those three houses and building a shopping mall is really, it's better for everyone. And they can confiscate your private property. You see that sort of thing explode under democratic socialism. There is little to no private property rights anymore. Uh, They mention no right to bear arms, but hey, the gangs still find a way to get them. And the Canadian government keeping your money. Um, I made good money, but for every $1,000 I made, my take-home was $363. Um, And and then goes into some detail about how uh, you don't really get back what you're paying for, and the government is incredibly wasteful and inefficient. So there
3: you have it. Among things we can get to coming up on the show, a mechanic who kept a guy's car for three weeks and drove it 1,000 miles. That's not a bad scam as a mechanic. Yeah, you know, i got have this back to you next Tuesday. The yeah. East. You know you take it uh, you take it skiing on the weekend.
2: That's really similar to the one jury, uh, the first jury I was ever part of that uh, on an actual trial where the one guy was uh, like a, a semi pro car repairman and the other dude who is was this uh, plucky immigrant guy with a family busted his butt um, to to provide for his family. He's really an American success story, but this guy who's the alleged mechanic kept his car for a couple of weeks. And refused A to fix it or B to give it back to him. And finally, uh, our plucky uh, uh, defendant uh, said, You give me back my car or I'm going to put you, put out your lights. <laughs> and they began to uh, fight, and, and the one guy got his head smashed. Um and uh yeah who got their head smashed the guy who uh the guy who wouldn't give back the car okay good. well they were they were yeah it was just a scrap they were friends actually oh really and things got more and more heated weird and, and and it was mutual combat and the one guy fell and it hit his head on the coffee table split his head open hmm. and um there are a number of other stories related to that jury trial that I, i've told in the past but the long and short of it is we didn't convict the guy
3: did, speaking of crime, did the Hot Pocket Heiress finally get her comeuppance? It looks like she has. The Hot Pocket Heiress. Mmm. You gotta like that as a title, but... Uh, <laughs> mm. I suppose behind of... every,
2: I suppose behind every company, there's somebody that's, uh, you know... There are all sorts of bad jokes that leave to mind. I think I'll probably just leave them all in my mind.
3: What she paid to uh, get her kids into the University of Spoiled Children is pretty entertaining.
2: Oh, Oh, okay. I didn't realize we had a Hot Pocket heiress. Yeah, exactly.
3: Nobody did, Joe. Oh. Uh, a little more of the highlights from uh, what will be the last debate of this go-around. Sean believes the last debate of all time once we get through this presidential cycle. I in hope this, he's right. In this format, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uncle Dick
0: in the deer stand. <laughs> well, it's not. A... <laughs> Uncle
2: Dick, come down from the deer stand. It's dinner time.
3: You just want to take my gun.